the Frames Per Second Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mikey Ducey, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. All Disrespect, it's a.k.a. Your Dr. Feelhood, a.k.a. Scotty Pimpin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're here with another episode of the Frames Per Second Podcast. I love it. But before we get into it, Miss Naturally Nay, let's yes. talk about them roses. How you doing, uh, Mr. Mikey Ducey? <laughs> I'm good. You said all disrespect. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to keep it a bean. Or oh, maybe even a peanut. <laughs> I was just trying to keep it a bean. Oh, bless it. All right, so these Reddit roses. Um, my first set of roses are coming from the thread on the last episode that we reviewed. Um, what was the name of that? The one with the family. Um, I don't remember the name of it. The one with the family. Yeah, the last episode of the, the last episode of Atlanta, Atlanta oh, that okay. we reviewed yeah, with know. Ern and his family. Um, my first rose is light skinned. Light skinned. There we yeah. go. Thank you. Um, my first rose is going to go to no underscore nail forty nine sixty nine. He says, I felt this episode so much, bro. I got a family member to act just like Ern Auntie. Old heads putting their drama on the young generation is so annoying for real. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of people in this thread who uh, resonated with the family dynamics and the um, characters. Rise and Grind 21 says, everyone has that one family who does the most, and I have three on my mama's side. Uncle Willie took me out when he asked for money that she owed, that his aunt owes her. So, yeah, you don't like me because I'm light-skinned. It has him weak. He says, the praise dancing and hymns at Atlanta doesn't, Atlanta doesn't miss with the black church experience. When Ern's mom took off, he laughed hard, and that hat vendor reminded him of Gal Gadot. Um, the OG from The Wire has to say his catchphrase shit sometimes in the first, sometime in the final season. It is his favorite word. Rise and Grind will really love this episode. Who Man. reminded him of Gal Gadot? The, hi, the hat lady. I can kind of see it. The hat lady. The lady who was selling dad the hat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I can yeah, kind of yeah. see it. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, right? I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this this resonated with me like the other day when Audrey was talking about my family or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I have been, I, it made me realize how detached I was from my family until uh, like recently I'm, we're back with my sister. Like, just mm-hmm. well, not back with my sister, but been at my sister's place. So now I hear some of the family gossip, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize how far removed <laughs> I was from that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I can I can see that. <laughs> so yeah, Black Raz one says, I think it's pronounced Nicole White playing plays an annoying character on BMF and she's an amazing auntie here. She does a great job at being a terrible person. And that's the actress who played Auntie Jeannie. Mm. Um, and then my next couple of roses are from the spoiler thread on this particular episode of Atlanta We're about to um, review. Um, it's called Work Ethic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Damien2600 says, this crack sandwich good as hell. <laughs> Watching this episode on a plane was a terrible idea. Easily my favorite episode this season. Mm. And then um, my next one goes to Rise and Grind again. It's uh, he, They say it, this episode is also about the industry and child actors not having a mind of their own being forced into roles they don't want to do by the higher ups. Power and control were highlighted heavy on this episode. So... Those are my roses. Thank you so much, guys. Please keep them coming, and maybe you'll get your rose or two on the next episode. All right, so Miss Naturally Nay, what did you yeah. think about the episode? <laughs> I enjoyed the episode. All right. It wasn't my favorite of the season. I think I enjoyed the light-skinned episode better, but I enjoyed it. 
Hmm. You agree with that, uh, modest medium? Uh, no, I, I, yeah, I'm a little, no, 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 damn. You know? So I, I do to a certain extent. I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, 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 this one, this one I, I enjoyed, I think, actually more than that mm. episode. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought this one was really, really interesting for, for different reasons. What do you think about this one, Ken? Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Um, if they were doing what I, I think they were doing, if, if they were not, then I think it would have been a little bit dry. But for the most part, you know, it was, it was okay. Hmm. Uh, I guess we should have said there's no Nikki Ducey in today. <laughs> no. Sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah, no, I loved this episode. I do think it was my favorite so mm-hmm. far of the season. But this is this is one of y'all can get mad if you want to Reddit. This was one of the best episodes of Atlanta, period. Mm. This episode was fucking great. Mm. I loved it. I loved everything about this one. I yeah, this shit was fucking good. But all right, is let's that get because in, oh. it highlighted Van? I mean that was part of it. Uh. I mean just that scene <laughs> of her walking up. Uh, that was enough. Uh, was oh, Jesus. When she was walking up, holding the little baby's hand, I was like, how do you walk like that? Like, <laughs> God, all I care was send me an angel. <laughs> uh, I was like, God, damn, she's so fucking fun. But the episode starts off with us seeing Van driving early in the day with Lottie to a black-owned studio. What did y'all think immediately when you saw that? I thought Starlight. I thought that was the Starlight part parking lot that's what it looked like um the entrance and all that yeah. oh, i think it was that was the yeah. drive-in yeah i think, I think so. drive-in oh. yep. 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 yep i didn't yep. i didn't even notice that yeah, i immediately knew they were so it was supposed to be tyler perry studios oh, immediately i didn't Same. know that until i, I saw didn't the, no yeah i didn't either i didn't either until i saw the buildings i was like oh that looked like tyler perry buildings but the starlight thing threw me off mm. yeah 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 hmm because I know his, I know his studios aren't at Starlight. So I mean, I'm sure they're not gonna let them let them record. Right, 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 right. No. bro, I didn't know until I heard the voice on the intercom. Until you heard Mr. Chocolate, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, that damn near sounds like him." <laughs> like even some of the flex. Yes, like I was just like, "Oh, they going there?" Yes, they did. I thought they I was in my house. There. Like, man, am I am I adding that to it? Am I for? <laughs> But no, nah, I think, yeah, you, you confirmed that the inflections and stuff, yeah, yeah the way yeah. he was saying stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, and it was the type of shows when they were walking yeah. through the hall, I was like, oh my God, they are really going here with it. <laughs> they so did. I was in, that. they mm. got me. Oh, is this, 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 yeah, this one got me. I was just like, oh, okay. The I, second really... they said this is Mr. Chocolate Studios, I was like, oh, this is Tyler Perry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. is definitely, because I live right by the Tyler Perry. I've never gone. Yeah. But it's like, I pass it every single mm-hmm. day. And I keep telling myself, I want to go there and visit or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like Take a, a tour. Take a tour. They I think do they tours. have tours. Yeah. Um, but Friends yeah, nah, nah, I did. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was, that was really interesting. So what did y'all actually think about Mr. Chocolate Studios? In what regard? <laughs> so you weren't ready for that. You weren't ready for the follow up. You know, you know, Rod. I was hit Nick with the follow up, bro. Go see. You going to see your notes? <laughs> I'm trying to go to another question because. Oh, what did you think of Tyler Perry, stu- uh, uh, Mrs. Chocolate Studios, Mike? In what regard? Wow. Okay. So no, yeah, I, thought see was, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty pretty funny because. I didn't really get the whole thing where when she walked up, there was like the tour guy that was, 
don't know, she made some sort of weird comment. I didn't really understand that part. But past that, when she goes inside, I was like, oh my God, this is definitely Tyler Perry Studios. And when they're walking through and you see those posters, like, mm-hmm. I was really thinking, I was like, oh, okay, so Donald Glover's probably not going to go real hard right. on Tyler Perry because... He's part of the industry. Right. I was yeah. like, he's probably just going to make a couple of little jokes here yeah. and there and he's going to move on. I was not expecting the entire Tyler Perry thing to be just like that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and when, the pe- when they got inside and the people were acting like they were almost afraid of him, mm-hmm. I immediately thought of my mom because she told me how she was going to be an extra on some show mm-hmm. that Tyler Perry was doing. And they told her that she was not allowed to look at him in the eyes if he came out. Mm. And I always thought she was bullshitting. I always thought she Wait was minute, bullshitting. Wait a minute, what? what we got that? an inside school, y'all. That's, a, that's what my mom told me. What she it? said that yeah. was like a rule. And mama ain't gonna lie. Eyes. Well, huh? say, mama ain't gonna lie. No, she's not. She might. She embellish. might embellish. Yeah. It's a, it's different. It's not yeah. a lie. Moms yeah. don't lie. I would say like. Like they do that with most producers, like like most like big wigs, like you're not even supposed to interact with them. I, I have heard those stories, like you in a room with Steven Spielberg. No, you don't talk to him. Like it's like talking a, is different than I can't yeah. look you in the eye. Yeah, like she I specifically, guess. and that's why I thought my mom might be embellishing mm-hmm. that it was more so what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. If Tyler Perry's there, don't go bothering him. Yeah. Don't go talking to him. But she was like, no, they said you cannot look him in the eyes when he walks in the room. So the fact that he was only a speaker thing, Mm -hmm. I was like, I wonder if she was actually telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He said, yeah, he's just in there. He don't ever come out. Nobody's actually ever seen him. (laughs) Yeah, when I was looking at the movie, you know, posters on the the wall, again, at this point, I didn't didn't know what they were really doing. I thought they were just making fun of other black movies. Like, I thought they were making fun of BET, (laughs) even though Tyler's on Mm -hmm. BET. But I thought they were poking fun at at BET. So. Like you can even tell from the wigs and stuff that they. That's were what I, I yeah. hollered when they when they started showing. They took a wig off a wig off of somebody's head, and I was like, "Oh, they really fucking with him." Mm. Oh, they and they had Van in that horrible ass dread, dread wig, wig the whole damn episode. I was like, "Damn, they fucking with him." Mm-hmm. So why do you think Van would want to be part of this world? I don't know if she wanted to be a. She didn't want to necessarily be a part of the world. Um, at least I didn't get that feeling. Maybe I'm taking her at face value when she was like, "I'm just need to make some money." Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't know if she was like, "This is what I want to do. I just need to find some extra money to feed my baby." Extra money, and I think Van just wants her own things to do her own mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. because she was driving up, and I want to say like an Escalade truck, if I'm not mistaken. So I think she all right for money. And when she walked in the house, her house is nice. Mm. I think she okay for money. I just got the impression. taking care of it. That's yeah. what I got too. Like, yeah. Earns actually taking care of some, mm-hmm. some money, you know, for mm. the child and all that. So. Yeah. I just got the impression she just wants to do her own thing. I just thought about that fucking billboard too. I, I should have rewatched that, that shit. That was, that was actually, that's not in Nick's notes, but that mm-hmm. was going to be my next question. Before we move on, what did y'all take from that billboard that she saw when she was driving in? What was the billboard? Because they lingered on it. It was someone mm. running for like Senate or something. I don't oh, remember. Yeah, oh, I, I thought the yeah. billboard was a movie poster or something like that, advertisement for a movie. Oh, is that what it was? I don't yeah, know. that's what I thought it was. It was at the very, very, very beginning. Mm. She's driving and, there, and it focuses on this billboard. I do I remember like, that, but I can't. I don't. Because whoever was in it was like pink or something like that. Yeah. But, or a pastel color, what, what up? But. Yeah, I do remember them lingering on it like that. I was like, oh, what are they about to do? What is, what's the significance of that? Mm. Okay, so that, yeah, 
All right, so we then cut to Van uh, getting approached by a lot of different men at the studio. Was this supposed to be a commentary on what it's like for attractive women to be on set? Or did y'all think this was a weird Atlanta setup for something else involving Van? I thought the, the, the former, the former, um, like just, yeah, it did seem like that, that's how I would be on set. Mm-hmm. The woman, like, like I don't know. It really felt like, cause I never actually as much producing and stuff I do, and many people I've been around, I've never been on a set. But this is how I always kind of imagine it being. It mm-hmm. felt like I was there. I feel like they did a really good job at this in this mm-hmm. episode. So yeah, it, it made sense that you know, attractive woman come on. You know, you got some PA guy trying to you know hit on her or whatever. Like, yeah, it, it made so much sense. Like trying to trying to smash on set, mm-hmm. all that, all of that made sense. So it's like, oh man, he knows this world, so it's cool that we can get this perspective, mm-hmm. get this from his perspective. And mm-hmm. it felt very true. And then the commentary of, you know, possibly <laughs> of the guy like yelling on his phone and shit like that, you know, doesn't maybe really seem all that appealing of a person that you would want to connect with and then turn around and be like, hey, by the way, you know, what's your name, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then of course, you know, her giving a fake name or whatnot. Hi, yeah, I don't think if they were they were trying to set something up because mm-hmm. ultimately I don't think they have time to do anything else with Van. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. What's the point of giving a fake name? Just because I don't, I don't want you having no ties to me at all at all like if i ever see you again i don't want you to be like hey nay and i no i don't Mm-mm. tiara hey tiara <laughs> who is tiara <laughs> yeah no i was gonna say with that i agree i think it was just um showing what it's like to be a woman and it's not necessarily even on a movie set to be quite honest just in general like i think those are all experiences that most women have probably experienced just it, it, either in whatever workplace you have just going to the goddamn doctor's office just that's just how niggas are. Mm, damn. Even with my baby sitting right here. Damn. Okay, how did y'all react to Mr. Chocolate's on-the-spot critiques? And was him adding Lottie to the show kind of weird? Very. Mm. I thought it was very weird. Um, yeah, I thought it's almost like, but because at this point I know that they're like, this is a commentary on Tyler it wasn't surprising to me because he does every goddamn thing on his stuff like he writes it directs Mm -hmm. it like so it's like he's overextending himself so i liked really i liked that yeah i liked that um they were like kind of exaggerating the fact that he's got his hands in everything Mm -hmm. yeah i liked it yeah the pre and post stuff was funny um, you know, when they were trying to tell him, like, yeah, she's not even in the, the, the script or whatever. Like, what are we doing? He was like, what, just add her? <laughs> it was just like, what? <laughs> oh, you know, that <laughs> shit was kind of crazy. It was like, we yeah. got to do extra work or whatever. Right. And then uh, what, what I thought was funny was when, like, he would say what he wanted and then there would be some pushback. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of heard a, a, a special effect. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we got it, Mr. Chocolate. <laughs> just like, God dang, you got them whooped in, in, mm-hmm. in shape. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy, man. Um, I did find that kind of odd because I know, uh, Ty, like, he had, Tyler Perry has writing teams mm-hmm. or whatever. So I didn't know he had his hand and stuff that deep, you know? Oh, so you never saw the, the IG video. Mm-hmm. I think it was on IG where mm-hmm. he was like, that's where the title of this episode comes from because he says in the video, he's like, this is my writing room. Other people have a whole bunch of writers. Nah, it's just me. 
And he goes, work ethic. Oh, you never saw that? Nah. Yeah. I didn't either. So I, that, nah. I, that's where I think this whole thing comes from, mm, mm, is mm. that weird thing that he does where he's just always overly controlling mm-hmm. about all types of shit. Yeah. And I, and I looked at like Tim putting her in all of these different places, just like just how microwave this his his shows and, mm. and TV and mm-hmm. movies are. Like you mm-hmm. just kind of piecing this shit together. Just like, shit together. Yeah, it's like yeah, that, that's why a lot of them come off the way they come off. What did y'all take from that? Because uh, that was around the time when there was that weird discussion about. Oh no 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 no, that was later about uh, the light skinned. That was later. Never mm-hmm. mind. Let me stick to Nick's notes. Um, <laughs> all right, so now that Lottie's a favorite of Mr. Chocolate, he wants her more in the show. What did you think of Van's concern of Lottie being on the screen? Um, very justified and warranted. Um, he ate the other one, sorry. Yeah, so I think just being conscious of how you present your children, not even on a television screen, but just even, I don't have friends who just won't post their kids on social media at all, just because you gotta be conscious and careful of who has access to your children. So to have that on like a national platform or international platform, like a television show for someone like a Mr. Chocolate, yeah, I absolutely would be concerned about what this character is doing, how you're portraying her, because that's going to be identified with my kid, whether she's acting or not. So yeah, I absolutely understood that concern. Yeah, I I didn't totally understand it because I would have thought she would have been more like the other lady that actually want her child to, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know, like, I feel like they've kind of left some gaps with with Van as far as how she is as a parent. Um, Really? What you mean, really? Like she was a school teacher when we met her. I, I see. I don't remember that. Yeah, she got fired for smoking weed. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. She's so you always, thought she was this really responsible parent. Yeah, she's always. We just had a whole season of her not being responsible. Yeah, we had. Well, that's why I think she is a responsible parent, honestly, because we've never seen. She's always been the main one responsible because mm-hmm. Ern's kind of always done his thing. Right. So I always identified her as just like a, a single mother mm-hmm. who's taking care of the kid. You never heard about any issues with Lottie. It was never a situation where Lottie was at the grandparents house here or there. Like she all I always assumed that she was taking care of the kid, which is why seeing her in last season just want to take a fucking break. Mm. I completely understood. Got you. Got well, you. It also wasn't part of the plan for the day. So it just kind of mm-hmm. got her thrown, got thrown at her. And, you know, when it comes to that sort of stuff, you know, most routines are everything. Um, and I think what, what, what I was surprised was that she wasn't more accepting of what her daughter wanted to do because she was trying to speak for her daughter. Yeah. And maybe she could see what was to come and knew what was best for the child. So maybe there was something that they were trying to say there. But she was like, she was like no, she don't want to do it. She was like, yeah, I do. She was like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. No, I got that too. Like, especially considering like if we're comparing this to like Tyler Perry and some of the um some of the films that he does and some of the critiques that he gets on his material. Like I can understand not necessarily wanting your child, especially I haven't necessarily seen anything that he's done like go the buffoonery route necessarily, but just <laughs> Tyler with children with children children. (laughs) right but I mean just perpetuating certain stereotypes and things like I can see 
I, I can absolutely be understand being concerned about having your kid play into that, especially if it's something that you don't necessarily feel is good for, for us as black people. Mm -hmm. Why would I want? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, because she says she don't really like his stuff. Right, mm -hmm. yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, yeah, of course, as a kid, I'm acting, I'm going to be famous, da, da 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 but what are you being famous for? Mm -hmm. And you're too young to be conscious of that. So I really thought, I know we're fast forwarding, but I really thought her conversation at the end was like picture perfect for what she was trying to do with her kid. You don't feel like that was a little bit hypocritical though, being that she was doing it herself. I'm grown and I can get it. I'm getting a oh, paycheck. That's that bullshit. No, I mean it's not. But I'm also, <laughs> but I'm conscious. I'm making that decision for myself. Right. If she was older, uh, old enough to say, "Mom, like, really be conscious and understand what she's doing and want to do it too," all, by all means. But as your as a child, it's my responsibility to protect you from making decisions that you may not have made had you been of the mind to. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. Because you got to think, like, if I'm making the decision for you and then you get backlash later for being in that film, it's like, whose fault is that? It's my fault because I put you in that position. But I'm old enough to say I'm ready to get backlash. I made this decision. I can argue back. A child can't. And I'm mature enough to cope with it and it not really affect me psychologically. Do you really think people will attack a kid, though? Yes. yes. Huh. Look what they did to the Little Mermaid girl. Well, she's not a kid, though. How old is she? She's, she's like, like 22. 20 yeah. yeah, she's 22. <laughs> Never mind. I thought she was like 13 or some shit. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. They look really young. No, she's she's young. But I mean, but still, yeah. Who I'm trying to think of a kid that's gotten it. Yeah, let's keep going. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about it. But yeah, they'll they'll mess with kids. And apparently somebody actually hired, uh, rented a billboard to be in one of Tyler Perry's movies. Mm. And Tyler Perry put it in the movie. That was the significance of that. Mm. Oh, wow. that happened? That actually really happened. <laughs> These uh. motherfuckers, bro, they be so in wow. tune with what be happening. Yeah, out that's kind of crazy. I need to go back and see if there was something referencing Tyler Perry in the billboard then. Because mm. I don't remember what the billboard said. But wow, God, so he was damn. really going at him. Yeah. yeah. Like, awesome industry shit going Have they had him. beef or something? I like. Cause I'm like, yo, this is really bold. I thought it was yeah. very bold too, but yeah. at the same time, I can see why Donald Glover would not fuck with anything Tyler Perry does. I understand why he wouldn't, but it's one thing to not fuck with it and one thing to poke at it. But yeah. what I loved about it, well, I don't know if we're gonna get there in your notes, Mike, but <laughs> what I loved about it is as they poked, they also talked about the relevancy and the things that people say, say they do like yes. about him. Like the fact that you had all these black people employed, the fact that you had people like who maybe couldn't have gotten a job, like doing something in, you know, in this, like there, it was really cool how he also showed the, the one side of people. Yeah. Because I think that's a lot of people struggle with Tyler Perry. He does so much good and you like some of the stuff. You just don't like the content. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's always been my issue with Tyler Perry. I think we've argued this before, mm -hmm. is I just look at him as exploitation at this point. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure, he gives money back, but at the same time, he's giving money back to the community that he's totally shitting on mm -hmm. over and over and over and over again. And I, I, I think I get confused when people kind of pose him as like this super pro-black figure. It's like, yeah, you're giving black folks jobs, but you're giving them jobs to turn around and make films that make us look stupid. Like whenever I've seen those fucking Meet the Browns and the the guy with the plaid shorts and the you ashy talk knees. About Mr. Brown. I like. Mr. I Brown. fucking hate mm -hmm. that shit. I don't see. I I can't process the humor in that stuff. It's just it. It's not funny to me because it's relatable to that to a certain demographic. Mm -hmm. Like he's making content for like those 
the families that was in ep- the episode prior. So it's like, like I said, my family be loving that shit. Like, like yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like we don't, but the, it's like the older crowd they love. Yeah, that my shit. mom loves yeah. it. And I've had so many conversations with her. Why do you think this is funny? Yeah, I think like, it's relatable. I don't, to I don't them. think it's funny. Like I don't think some coony guy falling over and oh and just acting stupid the whole time. I just don't get the humor there. I will give you that it is a bit buffoonish and silly and clown like. But the thing I will say is, oh, no, I can't even say that. Never mind, because some of his films do that. I was going to say it's not a situation where he's, like, got people, like, destitute, all welfare, all that kind of stuff. But then, like I said, some of his films do do that. Yeah. So never mind. Yeah. This shit pretty it, bad. For him to be the biggest, you know, or the richest black creator just always struck me as weird that he got rich off of doing this type of shit. Like, that's, what, that's where it's always stuck with me. Like, you got rich <laughs> off of making black folks look stupid. Over and over. It's not like he has any, like nothing I've seen at least. I haven't seen that many of his projects to be totally fair, but I don't know of one that he has that's just straight up like I'm doing an empowerment film or I'm doing mm-hmm. an empowerment piece. If that exists, let me know, but I kind of doubt that it does. Not really. Um, so yeah, so then we cut to more scenes with Lottie on set. What did y'all think of the conversation Van had with the mother of the other child? in the scene that Lottie was in. That was interesting, like the way it was alluding to kind of colorism Mm -hmm. and that, you know, this isn't something that Lottie was even going up for. Mm -hmm. And then you have this other girl who's obviously experienced, darker, complected, Mm -hmm. get overlooked. Mm -hmm. And the mother's, and then the mother's reaction is, well, our girl should be friends. Mm-hmm. So that let's link up with the little light skinned girl who's going, who's who's obviously able to, to in order to kind of piggyback off of mm-hmm. her success. Cause didn't she say that I bet you're I bet you she's gonna get her own show? Wasn't that her that said mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was. So she to just that. knows just off of the strength that this little girl is pretty and she's light skinned that Mr. Chocolate is going to love her, mm-hmm. which definitely, to me at least, ties back to people making that comment about Tyler Perry, that he's very much focused on light-skinned people. Um, Ken, is that what you got? I missed it. I, didn't, mm. I, I, I remember the conversation, but I didn't know what they were trying to say there mm. um, outside of she just got picked and the other one didn't. So uh, that was a bit of a, a revelation for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it felt like it was very subtle, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Yeah, so, and you know, I, I thought maybe child exploitation, because eventually he was actually working on a film. But again, I wasn't even sure about that because it wasn't very explicit. So yeah, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Rod, you get anything different from that? Um, no, I got the same thing. Same thing, yeah. All right. All right, so we then see Van start to get worried about uh, Lottie's whereabouts. This is around the time that she was sort of kidnapped. Um, Mr. Chocolate wants her in more scenes and she wants to speak to him about it. Um, I don't know why this transitions to was the maintenance man dude too thirsty? What maintenance man? The um the dude who was fought, who was taking um Van around to look for Lottie. Oh yeah, and he was very um aggressively um pursuing her to a certain extent. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, was he him. too thirsty? Yeah, I don't think he came off as too thirsty. No, he was trying to be you know polite, but it was just like his way of being thirsty in a sense trying to mask it we didn't see his real intent until later right 
but they made it seem like he was like this guy. Like oh, right. Yeah. But did you view it differently? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was he third? He wasn't too thirsty in the sense where he was so overt and obvious, but it was very obvious the whole time, like that they're mm -hmm. talking, that he was trying to make himself look a certain way to get Van's attention. And like when he gave her the card, even though it wasn't, we didn't realize he was being as overt as mm -hmm. he was with what he put on the back of the card, but it was just like, oh, okay. And I think Van knew it, but it was interesting to me because it seemed like Van was playing into it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she was playing into it because she was sincerely interested or because he was a means to an end. He could show me around and get me where I need to go to find my kid. I couldn't quite tell. Mm -hmm. And even the even mm -hmm. the person that did her hair was like, oh, look at Van, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. So she was kind of playing into it. And it did seem like Van was like, oh, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, I, he is kind of cute or whatnot, mm -hmm. you know. So because um, even the whole thing, uh, go get coffee, that's kind of a sexual innuendo, too, you know, mm -hmm. as well. Really? It is? Remember Luke Cage? Remember who? Luke Cage. What'd he say? The rapper of the show. The show. The Remember show. in Cage, the show, they were all there, so let's go get coffee, but they were ended up having sex. Oh, I do yeah. remember that, but I didn't know that that was like a common thing because typically on a first date, that's usually what I'll say is let's go get coffee. You be trying to fight? Oh, no! Shit. Ah, 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 you slide devil, you. Come on, yeah. man. Oh, I didn't know either. Because I don't, I don't ever ask someone on a late night date for the first date. I'll which meet is during the day. That's, that's what, what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed Wait, to do. Wait, what you're supposed to do? You're not like if it's a first date or I'm just getting to know you, mm -hmm. asking somebody out to dinner or to do, to do something like after dark, you really shouldn't do because I don't know you. Right. It's in order to make the woman feel more comfortable, do something out during the day in, mm -hmm. in a open, like in a it's public place. It's real pimpish, so you might. That is not gentlemanly. It's very gentlemanly. You're not supposed to take about at night on a first date. I didn't know that was a thing. Cause y'all some nasty motherfuckers. You're supposed to go out at night, like cause you never know where the night goes. You don't know where the night goes, bro. If you're good, you start during the day. You go in the daytime. You go into the night. They clock out, bro. There you go. Give her time to get to know you first. Hey, we been hanging out all night. Friends first. Come on, Mike. The whole time though, she thought you was trying to smash. Oh, this nigga asked me to go get coffee. I'm gonna ask a couple and see what they say. Because every single day, the first day it's always coffee. That's a known thing. I don't think it might not be a known thing. That's why it might not be a known thing. Do you drink coffee? I'll get tea or something. I can have like one coffee a month. Really? Coffee is like the safe thing for dates. So. Yes. You don't want to. You don't want to go out for drinks on a first date anyway, because you might say some wild shit. Mm. So coffee is just always a default. I have no idea. I mean, no it depends meant, on what like, your goal is. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have minded something, you know, but I just didn't know if that's what. No idea. I didn't either. Well, let's move. Let's move <laughs> on from that. Uh, what were y'all's thoughts? Because this this is a part that I was very very interested in. What was y'all's thoughts <laughs> on the conversation Van had with those two production people in the golf cart about rooting for everyone who is black? Oh yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, I mean, cause that that's that's a common thing. I thought, like you know, of of us saying that, you know, Issa started that. Mm -hmm. mm. Rooting for people that's that's black. I know, I, I know, I'm I I tend to do that. You know, if it's black, you know, I try to get behind it. Um, 
so yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, I like the fact, like when they were saying the BET Awards, the NAACP mm-hmm. Awards, she was like, yeah, all the black awards. And then they made a comment, so only the white awards matter. And I think that that was interesting, especially mm-hmm. given some of the issues that we've had with Oscars so white and all this kind of thing and the whole commentary that, that Tyler Perry made about, you know, you don't need to ask for a seat at the table, create your own table and all of that. Like that was... That was interesting because to a certain extent, it's like, no, they don't matter, but they kind of do. So like there is a certain level of credibility that you get when you've won these quote unquote white awards. So if you're not making content to compete with the types of movies that would be nominated for the, for those awards, are you is your art looked at as less than? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was real interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really good writing um, mm-hmm. on Atlanta's part. Just to kind of, I love when I see those situations of tackling both sides of something mm-hmm. and opening up the conversation, not just trying to do it from one perspective. Yeah. But I feel like that was a moment where you, you know he tried to you know make people see it from multiple perspectives. What did y'all think about uh, Ken? I'm gonna ask you this. What did you think about her throwing back the <laughs> so what about OJ line? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked it because that is a, a conversation among black people sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about rooting for black people, people will bring up OJ. Mm-hmm. And if there's a group of people that believe OJ did it, there's a group of people that mm-hmm. believe OJ didn't do it, mm-hmm. and there's a group of people that's happy that he got off whether he did it or not. Right. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> So they were like, yeah, even OJ. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll never forget it. You probably remember it too. Like, I do. That shit was Yeah, funny when, 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 when OJ got off, bro, it was, a, it was a celebration yeah. for black yes. folks. You know, that, that has sort of shifted over, over time. But, um, but, yeah, so I thought that was dope that he added that in there. Mm-hmm. He's really tapped in. Uh, we then cut to scene. Wait, did I ask y'all? You know, you didn't, you didn't answer it, though. What, you, what did you think about the scene? Oh, I thought the scene was, I thought it was funny because whenever people do say that, because mm-hmm. I know we've had that conversation here, yeah, and people yeah. are like, oh, come on, man, it's a black movie. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck if it's a black movie. It's bad, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking support it. So I, I got both sides. Yeah. I do understand the whole aspect of, well, especially if it's a black type of, if it's a black creation mm-hmm. within an industry that doesn't typically push black creations, I do understand the idea of, well, I'm going to support it regardless because we're not present in that arena. But at the same time, I, under Van, I understand Van's side where she's just like, yeah, but if it's harmful, it's harmful. It doesn't matter if it's black or not, especially if it's a black person that's harming the black community with his art. Are you still going to support it? And some people are like, yes. It goes back to the conversation we had earlier about Kanye. It's like, he's mm. black. So a lot of black folks just want to see him win. So he can say all of this fucked up anti-black shit and black folks will still just be like, ah, well, you know, I'm still going to support him anyway. And that's kind of the catch 22 with Tyler. You know, we kind of had that conversation a little bit here. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, he is the richest man, you know, black, independent, can Mm -hmm. do whatever he wants. And but yet is off of the the backs of black people and, mm-hmm. and making fun of black people, which historically has been used to generate money for white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so he didn't really mm-hmm. separate himself from them in, in that way, but he's been extremely successful as a black person um, to where 
Hollywood can't really penalize them all that much. Yeah, because a lot of people will look at that, and again, just like yay, people will look at that and they'll be like, well, how how is it possible that this black person is hurting other black people by putting whatever out? Or some people will have that conversation of, well, Tyler Perry's putting this stuff out and it's making us look bad in front of white people. Whereas I've always looked at it and said, well, nah, because I think Tyler Perry's hurting black folks because we're seeing his movies and you're seeing the light-skinned guy be the hero and the little dark-skinned guy being the evil villain. It doesn't matter how it looks to white folks. Like, think about your fucking kids watching this shit. Yeah. And I feel the same way about Ye. It's just like, well, it's not about him making us feel a certain way or look a certain way in front of white people. It's more so like, nah, you're making us look stupid to ourselves. And what's the white demo that watches Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry stuff, films. So. It's not there. I don't know. It's not. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's there. I don't mm-hmm. think white folks are watching Tyler Perry films. Nah. Uh, mm, Do they? I don't. Probably think so. not. Not. I haven't seen. Not that I know. Of. I mean, like regular white. Not like. Yeah. You know, no. I not know. Like I know. Paul Wall white. But like even when I, because I've gone to the movie theaters to see his movie, and no, it's it's just us in there. That's what I thought too. But I mean, that's not to say that white people don't want, especially with them being on like TBS and all that mm. kind of stuff, but. Y'all think Tyler Perry is the same kind of bad as Kanye right now? No, 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 no. Mm. no. Okay. I, just, I just mean, I just mean in, a, in an idea of a lot of black folks will absolutely dismiss what Tyler is doing and what Kanye is doing mm-hmm. and keep supporting him. Like, we had a conversation where people here just like, I'm not supporting him. And I think it's fucking dope. But other people are not. They're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And they will make every excuse in the book and they'll never get yeah. there. Yeah, it's and I don't think it's Tyler is. Is it black Kanye fans though? You know, harmful well, black folks. You don't think Kanye's what? Ty- Tyler. Oh. I don't think Tyler is. Uh, like I think Kanye is being intentional. I think Tyler probably doesn't know that he's harmful to black people in certain ways. Yeah, I don't think mm. Tyler thinks mm. that he's harmful, and I don't think that black people even catch on that he's harmful, because what right. he does is he yep. perpetuates stereotypes mm-hmm. that we're so used to seeing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just watched that Jazz Man's Blues that he put out on Netflix, and honey, when I tell you this could have been come out in 1960, mm. like, it's just, I understand you're highlighting a time, a time period where this was actual, but it's like, why are why are why are we continuing to watch this stereotype play out? Now? Right? Why yeah. did why are you te- like why are you giving it with the exact same messaging mm-hmm. that they were giving back then? Like, like it, it was just very unnecessary. But again, I can see him saying that he's trying to highlight it and bring attention to it. But mm-hmm. you're not bringing attention to it to say this is wrong, or this is how it used to be. This isn't how it has to be. You're just showing it so it's like you're kind of perpetuating the same stereotype yeah, yeah the people i know that watch tyler perry movies have no, no clue. idea and i was always the leroy in the room that we're bringing up and and you know they would be oblivious to it and they were like oh but then or they'll default to yeah. i'm root for everybody black yeah. sort of thing it wasn't that yeah. phrase back in the day but that kind of was what they were saying well he's a black man being successful like like his success is a win for all of black people, mm-hmm. you know, sort of thing. That's so. the part that I always hear is they'll discount the shit that he does because they see it all as a win for black folks. Mm-hmm. So I kind of almost wish that that conversation went a little bit longer because I feel like there was more to dig in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, so we then cut to seeing Lottie in a scene with a woman eating a crack sandwich. <laughs> it's crack Before sandwich. I even yeah. continue on to Nick's notes, 
I'm going to tell you right now, that was probably the hardest I've laughed at Atlanta <laughs> in over a season. And I've, I've laughed plenty. That shit literally had me crying. When that woman said, after, after Lottie was just like, why would you abandon me? Why aren't you here for me? <laughs> she said, this crack sandwich is good as hell. I cried. This episode had two moments. We'll talk about the other one later. This episode had two moments that have made me laugh harder than anything this past whole season. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, so, what, you know what? Fuck that. What did y'all think of the crack sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It, it was. was so ridiculous, but hilarious all at the same time. It felt like a Tyler Perry thing. I it think did. that was the thing that kind of did it for me. You know, um, <laughs> and also, like, it, it was also interesting because it was a conversation that Lottie was having about being abandoned by the mom, and then she couldn't find a goddamn kid. Mm-hmm. So it was like mm-hmm. that thing going on as well, you know. And then what is the reason? Because it's addiction, and addiction can be a number of things, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so it Come don't on, necessarily have to be crap. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I thought that was, you know, interesting that they did that. Mm-hmm. Rod, I'm gonna ask you this: mm-hmm. uh, Do you think that Van feels like Lottie is unsatisfied with her parenting? Like, do you think that scene? Because I, I don't know if you remember, but they show her face when Lottie was saying that to the crack bottle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that Lottie actually did sort of mean that about Van? Or do you think Van just kind of took that on herself? Ooh. I don't know. I didn't think about it that deep, honestly. But now that you ask. That's interesting. It, yeah, it is interesting. But yeah, when I saw that scene, I definitely paused for a minute. Because it definitely is zoomed in, or at least it put focus on Van's face when she was saying that. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this is deep. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm still not quite sure if, I don't think there was any subliminals from Lottie, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that Van started to think about the fact that Lottie might really think this, yep. that you're not protecting me. Is, was it that, or I think what I took from it in the moment was that she really enjoys acting and she, she might actually oh. have a natural talent at this. Hmm. Like, how is it that you just went from following me today to being able to deliver lines like this? Maybe you act, maybe there is something there, but hmm. this ain't where I want you to do it at. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That could I but I do think there was a reason that they lingered mm-hmm. on that particular line. Mommy, why are you protect why aren't you protecting me? Did she say like why am I here or something like that? I can't remember the something line. Something like that, yeah. I can't remember the exact line. Yep. But um all right, so moving on. We then see Van hit her boiling point to where she's talking to the intercom that Mr. Chocolate communicates through and she demands her daughter back. Right, what did y'all think when the intercom said no? No. <laughs> I was like, what you mean no? I, I, I felt all of the frustration and, and, and no control over and give me my goddamn daughter that I would imagine this character felt in that moment when all he came on the intercom and said was no. I would have ripped that shit off of the wall. What you mean no? The best part is that I knew he was going to say no, but it's how they said it. Oh, oh my God! With the with the pause, yeah. Perfect. Oh my God! And then I think they even had little sound effects then going then too that from the intercom. <laughs> they were like, no. And then I think there was even a silence then where she just yeah. looked. Mm-hmm. It's like the fuck you mean? <laughs> oh hell no! That shit was so fucking funny to me. Oh mm. my God, that shit was funny. So uh, okay, so then after <laughs> after hearing that, Van goes trying to actually get into Mr. Chocolate's office. Demanding that she be seen, she gets stopped by the two guys mm-hmm. at the front with the guns. 
How did y'all react mm. to the old, the old black lady shooting where the car so bad could go? I loved it. I loved it. Again, it was real ridiculous. I don't I don't know what they was trying to say with this old lady trying like, baby, what's wrong? Oh, don't worry about it. I'm gonna get mm. you in. Oh my God. And she like she, and then the, the fact they were like these these are fake guns like that <laughs> shit was hilarious. Mm. Like it was just it was ridiculous. But I feel like there was something else trying to be said. I just don't know what it was. I don't know either. I, I, maybe they were just being because I did not see her shooting them at all. Because I thought all. she worked for Mr. Chocolate and that she was brainwashed by them. Me too. As well. So when she turned around and shot them, I was like, oh, that was unexpected. So, but yeah, I, I did like that though. That's interesting because she's technically the demographic that we say that Tyler mm-hmm. goes for. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what was uh, being said by that? Like, yeah. is it is it that yeah, we can enjoy this shit and we can be a part of it, but don't take it too far because mm-hmm. I know I I know what's up. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Very I was well, a bit confused be. by that part too. Cause it couldn't be some like, oh well, listen to the to the to the old people; they'll always steer you right. But y'all the ones liking this bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what that one meant. What did you take from that scene where the old lady shot the the guard in the foot so Van could get into Mr. Chocolate's office? It threw me off a little bit because I thought she like like kind of like with Nancy. I thought she was a part of the whole. I don't know if you just said it, but yeah, I mm-hmm. thought she was a part of the whole thing and kind of brainwashed as well. But mm-hmm. I wonder if there is a deeper message there. Like, oh wait. There are some people that knew, know this is just for entertainment. Like, so when you come with the shit, mm-hmm. nah, we we not with that. You know what I'm saying? Especially so. kidnapping the babies. Like, right. you know, you got this girl daughter. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? You went mm-hmm. too far. Mm-hmm. Do y'all? This is not in Nick's notes, but real quick, did y'all? Do y'all think there's any connection between the last episode and this one with the whole kidnapping element? Because last episode, you know, was about the, mm. her stealing the daddy. And Cat Williams even brings up that it's not kidnapping. The word kid is in the word. Mm-hmm. Next episode, we have something very similar happening, but it's actually I with Lottie's even, child. Yeah, I never even thought about it. But yeah, you're right. Because he kind of does have these little underlining things throughout mm-hmm. episodes. Like I think the last last season was with water the, and the stuff. The ghost like, or whatever. Ghost and water. Yeah. I want to say, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because he was talking about drowning and shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was water yeah. too. Hmm. Could okay, that so, be a, a theme? Because, like, let's think about the white avatar. Were they kidnapping, like, something from those rappers? Like, is there something that, like, something's being taken from you? Like, mm-hmm, various ways mm-hmm. that something can be taken from you without mm-hmm. you even realizing it. So, no, it's not technically kidnapping, right. but something's being stolen. Mm-hmm. And grandfather, according to Ern's mom, her dad, I should say, was in a situation that wasn't best for him. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she kidnapped him. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Mr. Perry could be looking at this the same way. Mr. Chocolate mm-hmm. kidnapped. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Chocolate. <laughs> Lottie. <laughs> you know, uh, then there's the line about, you know, the mother-daughter relationship mm-hmm. and crack addiction thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was like, maybe Lottie isn't in the in the best situation with, you know, for a kid or whatever. And she's better off with Mr. Chocolate. That's what, that's what mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking too. But anyways, all right. So, that's a good point out though. Because the Avatar thing is real. Because those were kids that mm-hmm. they were taking and doing things with those kids. So, yeah, that, that's a really good good point. Because you said that's not in his notes. Mm-mm. Yeah, so, yeah, no, nah, that's a good call out. Um, we then see Van get to Mr. Chocolate's office, and there's a lot there to take in. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you saw Mr. Chocolate, 
Did y'all already know that that was Donald Glover? Mm-hmm. I did not. That was Donald no. Glover? Bro, Wait, don't, what? Don't, don't, don't feel bad because I didn't what? know at first either. I did not until halfway through, I didn't know until through, we kept bro. talking. Yes. I didn't oh, know this immediately? No. Yeah. No. No. There was a very specific moment. Nope. No. No. Nope. I'm still blown away right now. That was, Don, like, it, it was oh, after wow. the grits part where I was like, oh, that's Donald Glover. Because I could, I heard it, I heard it in his voice. Holy Prior shit! Prior to that, I had no idea it was Donald Glover. Oh, bless y'all's heart. No, oh, that's always the you, fat neck. You know that? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it looked little... like his face. Uh-uh. Oh, I gotta go back and watch yeah, that. Yeah, bro. Shit now. I did not. Yeah, right now, I don't even. On y'all. Huh? huh? He pulled a Teddy Perkins on y'all. Yeah, You'll be able to he now. Did. You'll see it, and once I realized it was him, it's like I you heard can't not voice, see him. Exactly. It was the voice that tipped it off for me. Yep. I was like, oh, that's him. Because like like the other part that I was getting to that was the uh, the other funniest moment ever was when she, when she threw the grits on him and he screamed and he was like I'm fine I don't know why I was screaming laughing that shit had me dying that is when I knew it was Donald Glover it was just when he said I'm fine. I I heard his voice. I was like, "Wait a fucking minute! What? That's Donald Glover." Yeah, I I yep. never knew, bro. Like, uh-huh. this is blowing my mind. Right Which now. makes it more of a shot because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, Tyler Perry's always dressing up like the Medeas and all that mm-hmm. bullshit. So to have to have Donald Glover playing someone that plays other is crazy. It's right. such a deep detail. I don't know, man. And wasn't he kind of dressed like in a, in a in a dress or something? Or was he wasn't in a dress, pajamas. he was in a house. He was in pajamas and like pajamas. in a house yeah. robe. But right. I mean, you would imagine he had to have on some sort of suit to make to yep. be that size. And Tyler Perry wears like a suit to play Medea. So yeah, it was very much a, a very interesting shot. He even said it like it was like, hello or something like that. He did. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Damn it was it real subtle, but it yep. like, yo, did he just really say hello? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I didn't get the grits thing. I don't know if he was poking fun at uh, Al Green. Was it Al no, Green? Is he that poking got? fun at Tyler Perry? Tyler got thrown grits on his face. He did. When did Tyler Perry get when grits he bore the grits in, in one of the Medea movies? He talk they, about doing. He as Medea. That's a story. She, she yeah. always say, put some grit, grits on the stove. And it's and happening. Pour it's it's wow. happening. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, pour hot grits on. Yep. Now that you're right. Yep. I get it now. I thought it was Al Green thing too. Yep. Nah, man, it was in Medea. Medea, nah, yeah. You, yep, yeah, both of y'all, I, you yep. spot on. I do remember See, now. So there's yeah. no way to say this isn't a Tyler Perry shot. Oh hell yeah! This you know is what I'm saying? Absolutely, a Tyler this Perry. is definitely a Tyler Perry shot. Um, so why do you think? Well, I guess we could skip that one because we just asked it. Or we just answered it. Um, so all of that said, was this Vans Teddy Perkins episode? Yeah, it was. But before we get there, I don't know mm-hmm. what else is left. But oh, I do want to, huh? Only a few things. But go ahead. Is there a question about what he Tyler actually said to Van when he broke down when she was critiquing the movies and he was like, "Oh, you really think this shit is ridiculous? Let me replay this day back to you and show you how ridiculous oh. it is." Remember when he did that? He was like, yes. "Yeah, black folks, you want to sit here and say that I'm making this shit up?" But shit, your whole day is a fucking Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, that is that is sort of in his notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, he said he said is life is Van's life something that would be in a Tyler Perry movie? Because you know, like, what did you think about that conversation that they had about that? Because mm-hmm. that shit fucked me up. And he was like, "Look bro, at your day, too, bro. <laughs> Everything's happened in your day. Like, your day is fucked up." I was like, "Oh fucking shit!" 
Like, is Tyler Perry actually tapping into some shit? He's like, I don't write it. It comes to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, you know. And I was like, oh, my God. I, 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 bro, I had to sit back and be like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> like, shit. Am I being overly critical? Mm. Like, I know some of this shit actually really does happen. Like, you know, I'm making it up. Like, it's mm-hmm. sourced from somewhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. But for her to take, for him to take. In like her, yeah, and use it back at her. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh well, shit. Your life is this shit. Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna talk shit about me when somebody can write a fucking movie about your fucking life? Mm-hmm. I was, was like, fuck. Crazy. And she didn't have nothing she could say. <laughs> nothing Man, she could say. It was like shit. He got me. So it's like, so when I think about like, oh shit, I jumped past your question, bro. It don't matter. <laughs> there's only there's only a few things left on here. Well, what was the initial one? Before yeah, we keep going down this road. Oh. Uh, would is Van's life something that would be in a Tyler Perry movie? No, it was one before that. Oh, was this Van's Teddy Perkins episode? Oh, sure. Yeah. And it's not in the sense that like Darius was the only one in the Teddy Perkins episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it oh, felt okay. very kind of dark a little bit. Like it had like a little they dark did. undertone. Yeah, they did. And yeah. there were things in that Teddy Perkins episode that like brought out. Stuff about Darius's character in the same mm. way it has with this with Van in this one. Mm. I thought it was interesting that we had this one. I thought I literally just said like I just feel like when she's on camera, I feel like the show is better. Mm-hmm. I literally had just said mm-hmm. that on a, on an episode. So yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Mm. Yeah, and I think you're dealing with two people that are you know mm. isolated. You know, remember Teddy Perkins didn't really talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. They're both weird as fuck. There, and there is a dark undertone in both episodes, so I do think that this was Van's Teddy mm-hmm. Perkins episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't notes either. What was what was the comment he made about uh, Van? Something about her, the, her baby's father being darker skinned. Do y'all remember that? That was part of the whole rant. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, let that. me guess, your, your baby father probably dark skin. Yeah, oh, right. She's like brown skin. Yeah. Right. What was that supposed to? So light skinned women traditionally like dark skinned men. Oh. Okay. I've always known that. Like dark skinned men tend to gravitate to light skinned women, and light skinned women tend to gravitate towards darker skinned men. Huh. It's like you want the opposite of you. Oh. And so I know for I, I remember that always being a thing, like light skinned girls liking the darker dudes. Got it. Mm. Okay. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> damn, damn, Dom, bro, you really locked yeah, in, bro. You locked in, down. bro. Da- shit, he's a writer, man. Mm-hmm. He's a he writer, is. man. Shit. All right, so after leaving the studio, Van and Lottie get back home. They talk about everything that happened. But what was y'all's takeaway from Van's conversation with Lottie when they got home? Um, for me, like I said, it kind of basically summed up what she was trying to do with Lottie the whole time and why she was not for Lottie being involved. Like, you go through all of this, whether Van's life is a Tyler Perry movie or not, like, all of the things that she feels and all of the conversations you've had about Tyler Perry, like, I don't want you to be involved in this until you're able to make an informed decision for yourself and decide if this is what you want to do. And as my, as your mother, it's my job to protect you. And like she said, you know, you're not going to understand it right now. Like Mm -hmm. I get you don't get it and I'm sorry, but I have to protect you and I'm protecting you from, um, ultimately what I thought was like perpetuating stereotypes. Mm -hmm. So especially after the crack sandwich uh, scene, (laughs) yeah, it's like, I don't want you to be a part of this because I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily feel like this is positive for you. I was surprised Lottie was so accepting because she said she she wanted to do it. 
She was. I thought she went on. You ain't see the way she didn't hug her back. She was like, okay, mom. But when she went to go give her a hug, she didn't. She was just standing there. She did. She did. I thought that was just some kids do because they don't. No, no, that was a situation where kids do do that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just a. I thought that was a situation where I was like, okay, I don't understand, but sure, whatever. Okay. We're fine. Is that what you took from it too, Rod? Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Hmm. All right, so last question. Was this the kind of episode that y'all are wanting to see from Van? Even though I know it's late and it doesn't really matter at this point, but is this what y'all wanted to see from Van? Or did y'all want to see something that's a little bit more in-depth? I like this from Van, man. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I-, I like when they're all together and they interact with one another, mm-hmm. but... I do I, I do like this 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 episode with her. Like they it gave her a ch- it gave her a chance to like really really shine. Mm-hmm. Um I know she had a moment like that last time cuz she had the, the, that bread the baguette episode. I was going to say just yeah. about every season she had there's yeah. a van episode. Mm-hmm. Like they did it with the Oktoberfest when we get more mm-hmm. and more like I understanding of like her background and her mm-hmm. being part German mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I feel like it's kind of late in the game to say whether or not I want this from her or not, because this is like kind of the, um, what they've set up for the show to have mm-hmm. a van episode each season. Right. So it's, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. I don't think about it in, in, in that context, What I, what I did like, uh, was that the last question? Mm-hmm. Sort of, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I did like that. They use her to tell this story about Tyler. Mm. You know, to kind of spotlight him in, in the black community, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and kind of how it's sort of complicated, mm-hmm. you know, when with a you biracial person. Mm-hmm. With a biracial person. Who's a biracial person? Man. Oh. Being German, I guess. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I don't think about her in that context and what mm-hmm. we need to get from her. All right. Well, so thinking about Van in context, what did you think about her when she was wearing them super tight pants and she was walking real sexy? And I was hoping that this wasn't going to be a Perb on Zazie uh, episode. A what? And I, a Perb on Zazie episode. And I thought because Nicholas wasn't <laughs> talking about how she looked, like she what do we think walk. about her walking in those. Like, Thank you, bro. Thank this. <laughs> you know what? The eye that they just gave you. Know <laughs> Big Jalen with the save. That, that wasn't a safe. So I really thought with Nicholas being here that we would be able to just talk about how wonderfully she acted in this and, and oh. the way she delivered things and the emotion that she gave and how I felt her performance, not but how it was she walked though, in right? those jeans. That was, was that was part, well, they weren't right? jeans. See, it was noticeable. Though, <laughs> the right? jeans weren't noticeable to me as much as the top was. I really like that top. She has a great cleavage. Oh, I so that, okay. Well, so you like the cleavage. What did you like? I just I just said it like but I like like you I'm asking her what Did is she like it? I didn't hear it I asked that like was it was noticeable trying to dis, 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 he's trying to avoid the question great cleavage right or did they oh. kind of set it up to like position the shirts <laughs> in that way no she feels the shirt out okay. nicely yeah seriously real talk though <laughs> 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 he is dying uh, <laughs> he is dead back there you you don't but you don't think it was purposely noticeable though. Okay, yeah. Okay. That, see, see, she thought my question was some bullshit. But that's so are going. you saying that you felt like they intentionally, they intentionally her, yes. were misogynistic with yes. the camera shots mm-hmm. yes. and things like that? Yes, yes. I yeah. did. That's a different see? question than what did you think about how she walked in them jeans? I was trying to see if y'all would pick it up. I did. I'm with you. 
we just thought you. I was just being nasty. Yeah. I did. The way you said it was nasty. <laughs> yes. That was but on no, purpose. I do think I they think were doing it on purpose. purpose. Yeah. You know how, again, I haven't watched many of his films, but I do think the ones that I've seen, they, he is a bit overly sexualizing with the only certain yeah. characters. Like you have the homely mm-hmm. kind of, you're supposed to look at her and respect her. Right, character, right, but right. everybody else, especially if it's someone that he's not, that you're not supposed to like, it seems like he this puts them in like a deep ass episode. The more, really more we was. talk about mm-hmm. it, yeah, y'all, this was yeah. one of the best episodes they put out because the main characters are always light skinned. Mm-hmm. And so you have Zazie, this biracial, light skinned figure, you know, shapely, like slim mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, yes, it was yeah. intentional. Because they, the they didn't show the other woman like that. They sure Which, did. What other woman? The woman that she was talking to with the other daughter. Oh, they intentionally yeah, they show her in a certain light. Like, like, mm-hmm. like they intentionally move that camera down so you can see yeah. the body and the waistline and all mm-hmm. that. They did that on and purpose. And dressed her the way that they dressed her. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. So she would have a little jiggle. Yeah, they did that on purpose. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, they no, did I'm that on with purpose. You. That's she why I had a jiggle. She had a little jiggle going on. Jiggle. I didn't because I, I, I never even on. realized it until mm-hmm. this episode. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they did it on purpose. They've never sexualized Zazie like this. Yeah, ever. Yeah. This is the first time I was like, this is weird. Yeah. And when she was walking away in those super tight pants, yep. I was like, this is not a, just a coincidental scene. Right. They, li- I mean, Roz, right. Yeah. They showed her butt jiggle as she walked away. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice the jiggle. I thought about sure. it later. You did or did not? I did not, but oh. sure. Yeah. It was there. I'm sure the male <laughs> gaze identified that. But I was wondering if anybody else picked that up. So. No, I thought that was interesting. Like mm-hmm. I, I, at first I thought I was like, why like why does she climb doing? a ladder? Like why exactly, did you have to climb a ladder? Exactly. Yeah, and it seemed yeah. like yeah. Yep. You're putting her in these weird sexualized mm-hmm. outfits, and then you're giving her an activity that would make you automatically notice what she's wearing. Yes. I thought that was very intentional. Donald Glover really was in his fucking bag on this episode. He, was. he killed this shit. <clears throat> I, I, I'm just so upset that I'll never be on this damn show. Mm. I really wanted to be on the episode, <laughs> but that's okay. Don't yeah, y'all should have called yeah. Coach Brady. I I <laughs> I like that he actually did go at Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. but I like that he showed both sides of Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if Tyler Perry would be offended or not, but I Shit. he's going to be offended because he has an ego. He's like going to be mad. I think bro. he's going to be offended because even with the dual conversations, it's still a negative look. Mm-hmm. It's still a bad mm-hmm. look. Yeah, overall, yeah. And yep. I know somebody in a Reddit thread mentioned um, they wonder how he'll react to this considering the fact that they said the Boondock episode that they did on him is like no longer, you can't find it oh, anymore. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they said, I guess, I don't know if it's like a situation where it's not aired on TV anymore or something like, like that. So they wow. wondered if, um, t- how Tyler would react to Apparently this. Apparently he, he, he has a lot of influence. Yeah, he's Tyler Perry. You know what? That would that makes, and we can wrap up after this. But that was the uh, the one thing that did confuse me a little bit. Is I was like, why is he doing an episode on Tyler Perry? Mm-hmm. This seems like an old topic that's kind of played out. Mm-hmm. But if that Boondocks episode is gone, that seems like that would be enough fuel for Donald Glover. Because I mean, there's a million things he could talk about right now. I mean, now. he did mm-hmm. just come out with that movie on Netflix. Yeah, but I would imagine that Donald Glover probably didn't know yeah, anything about true. that probably while he was filming yeah. this. I think, Why you know, not? as a black show, I, I I think I'm glad he did it. I think it's, it's dope that he can have that type of social commentary about it because mm-hmm. it is a thing that happens, mm-hmm. you know, that we have in the black community. And I think Tyler Perry is kind of out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. But 
if I'm not mistaken, he's the one thing keeping BET afloat right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with those shows. Mm-hmm. So we we're not necessarily seeing with the movies, but he's still moving weight. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind he still the has scenes. Those, those shows, but yeah, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I think this episode was was super good. I think Donald Glover killed this shit, and yeah, I can't wait to see the next one after this because this was definitely one of the better episodes of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like. I'm not afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna be afraid mm-hmm. to yeah. to um, to do this. Yeah, to go at someone that yeah. I probably shouldn't be going at. Yeah, like, I and they're probably gonna come back at me in some way. That sort of truth to power thing. Yeah, and and I, it's like Tyler Perry can't fucking blackball me at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I was gonna say. And it being him on an FX show as popular as it is, like it's not a situation where like if this if this show is nowhere to be seen next month people are going to know about it right so it's not like boondocks was popular but i feel like it was popular to a certain demographic i feel like donald glover has more eyes Mm -hmm. than boondocks at least when it came out did Mm -hmm. so no i think the artist of the doing something on the platform and to the caliber that donald glover did was perfect was a perfect possibility to go at at tyler perry Mm -hmm. agree Oh, this is good, man. It's really good. All right, so that's going to be our thoughts for this episode of Atlanta. Make sure you like, share. I actually can't like these, can you? I guess you can only share them. So make sure you share the show with a friend or two, man. You know, y'all always talking in the Reddit about how much you love the show. And, mm-hmm. oh, man, this episode was the funniest episode. Tell about six of your friends. Let them tell you that, yes, you were right. This shit is fucking hilarious. Good job, right. Mike. Good, good yeah, job, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hostess with the most. Yeah, I try. <laughs> and uh, make sure you drop some comments. Let us know what you thought of the episode as well. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.